0: is the introverts bubble podcast with me anung of courageous creativity a place for us introverts and homebodies to get out of our heads and have some adventures i would love it if you would jump on itunes to leave a review or go to the site and give a donation Hey peeps, I know I already had a couple episodes talking about networking and conferences, but I've gotten a couple more questions, and so I thought I'd elaborate a little more on just conferences by themselves. And there's two types of conferences, ones that you have to go to, and the ones that you choose to go to. I mean, the first can be for work or charities that you support, and most of the times you don't really have a choice of whether or not you you should go to a conference one for work, which kind of sucks because... Depending on what business you're in, sometimes those can be several times a year and it's <laughs> not exactly the cheapest things to go to. Or there's usually subtle consequences for not going for some of those businesses, like you're not you didn't get your raise next this last time, or you don't get as big of a raise, or you're not chosen for promotions, or you're like left out of projects. So I know not all of us love going to conferences. At least, I, I don't like going the ones that I'm forced to go to, no matter how much I like the people I'm going to go with, or even just what I'm going to go with. Like, for me, the idea of, like, being forced for it, it just rubs me the wrong way. And for charities, you may feel pressure to go. They always need help, and also help me raising money, so they don't have to spend the money, they don't have to. And it's always kind of, there's always that Sometimes subtle pressure, sometimes really, really hard pressure for you to help out, especially to know if you're any good at anything that they need. Now, the other kind of conferences are the ones that you choose to go to, which are usually fun, but they still can be overwhelming. There's always a lot of people. There's always so much stuff to do. It's just you don't always know where you're going to have the time to yourself or how many people are going to be there, who's going to talk to even the general energy and we rarely do anything that's 100% fun and enjoyable. So don't let people make you think that you're a horrible rep- person because everything wasn't perfect. Or you need time to be by yourself. And even though, it's like, oh well, everyone's enjoying themselves. You just said you were enjoying yourself too. Why can't you just stay with us and do things? So it's kind of like, because I don't want to turn into an annoying, crazy bitch at you later? Because I will. I promise. <laughs> and the good and the bad of them is that they can be days long. If you're lucky, it could be just a half a day one all the way up to, like, three days. Where a lot of times they do, like, a Friday starting around lunchtime and then go until either lunch Sunday or, like, dinner. Depending on, they have a lot of people going from out of state and stuff like that. Sometimes they try to end a little early because they want to make sure people can get out and get home and go back to work on Monday. And with moments... In big groups, breakouts, and breaks. So there are plenty of times to get away if you need to. It's just you'll need to be strategic about it sometimes depending on who you're with. So some of the pointers I'm going to give are kind of the same ones for surviving a wedding. Which is kind of the same thing because there's there's always strangers there and there's always so much expectations. Like, some of the differences are because of the length of time you'll be there. And the ways you should act. Like there's different etiquette for things. For weddings, it seems to be perfectly fine for you to get drunk. While some conferences, you may not want to do that because of what kind of drunk you are when <laughs> you're by your boss or with other coworkers that you don't want to have a strange relationship with afterwards. And there's just two of them. First one is just pack supplies, whether or not it's for business or fun. It's wet full day or a weekend. Like you want a water bottle. You want snacks. You want headphones. Whatever you have your music on. Whether you are the phone or... For me, I sometimes do my iPad because I can put... It's a little easier for me to type things around if I'm looking for like a specific song. Or like sound or theme that I want to do to help relax myself. Sometimes it's a little easier to do it on a bigger screen. Extra layers. Because depending on where you are in a conference, especially how long it is... The first day is usually frickin' cold. And then you get to the second day and it's really hot. Like this last conference I went to, we were all freezing in there. I would have like winter socks on. I had three layers on. I still had my coat on. And then the very next day I had like, I was in a t-shirt and just leggings and I was sweating. It wasn't even, wasn't even more people in the rooms or anything else. Like it was spread out enough that they should have more. More circulation, better air, and everything else. But, oh my god. Honestly, I would love having a book. Because sometimes you kind of need to get away for things. And having a charger. Especially for your phone. Because you're just going to need... You're going to need moments to just get away. And if you can just, like, pretend to even be on your phone for a little bit. And just, like, scroll through things. It's really nice to make sure things don't die on you. Also, another thing is... I always have a notebook... Because sometimes you want to write down, like, ideas you come up with, whether or not the sessions are any good for anything, or you meet people, you want to get their information, or if you have, like, an idea, like, you can kind of journal it out. Or if any of the sessions are, like, informational, you can take notes. And taking notes and people of what happened at a conference is really good, because then you can also show that your boss and your coworkers that you know what happened there. And so they make you think that you were present more times. So it's kind of a nice little trick that I do. So I get less slack from people because they're all kind of like, oh, you really did pay attention. Are you remember these people? And blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I have a notebook because I just went to a couple sessions and made sure I paid attention a lot. And then I went away for like an hour. <clears throat> Number two is just research ahead. I mean, look up the venue, the surrounding area, Know where all the restrooms are. Like, what is the farthest one away? Because, especially for women's restrooms, we have, we have lines a lot of times. Especially depending on, on the really big ones. So, finding ones that are a little farther away will probably be nicer, a little quieter. You don't have to worry about um, sitting in the bathroom too long because someone's waiting and really have to go. Um, look up for t- where quiet places are to escape to. If there's like benches outside, there's a nice walking trail, different things, like different places to eat, especially away from the event. So if you need to get away, go grab a coffee a little ways away, you can get away from everyone else. Or if you have a small group that you like, it'd be a little nicer to go somewhere else to eat, less likely to get interrupted and so usually you a little quieter for y'all to talk. So it's not always, um not being always talked over. It's not every other one else talking about the same stuff all over each other. And maybe ask for a room farther away. So you don't hear the noise. If that's kind of your problem. Or if you think you're going to need to get away more often. But shorter times. You ask for something that's closer. So you can pop through. It kind of depends on what you need. I personally need to be farther away. Because I have no problem being away longer. Than like 10 minutes or something else. But some people are like, I just need to get away for 10 minutes or if, like, my husband. You need to have your own toilet <laughs> that's uninterrupted. So yeah, having someplace closer for him would probably be nicer because then he can just sit there and do nothing if he wanted to, or if you want to just have a moment to just have a quiet, that's kind of, I need more quiet than, than just privacy. He needs more privacy than he needs quiet. It's a very different thing, but you have never pulled both drivers. And the next thing is to know the schedule. Like, know the breaks, where the meals time is, and see what things you can skip. Because there's some, like, breakout sessions that this last conference I was at, Paganicon, so it's Minnesota, we have a very big pagan uh, community. I had a good three session times that there's nothing that really drew me. And I didn't feel enough pressure. I mean, some people kind of had that pressure like I paid for it. I needed to like get as much out of it as possible. You know what I did? I volunteered. I volunteered for two hours. And that gave me a little bit of money back off my uh ticket. And then I had an hour to kind of go sit by myself, kind of just relax. I liked a little I did a little organizing because later that night there was a masquerade ball. So I kind of got my costume up and ready, just so I knew where everything was because I knew at the end it was between the end of my last session eating dinner with whoever I was going to have dinner with. You only had so much time in between there and then when the ball started. I like being there at the very beginning because I can like... More stuff happens in the beginning and so if I feel like leaving later I can still sound like I was there for most of the time. And so I've done I've done several businesses. Like, luckily in Minnesota we don't most of our, like, business ones, like a bloggers conference, or for small business and everything else, are usually very short. Um, goddamn. Um, Minnesota bloggers conference is, it's October, November, I can't remember. And it's only a day long. And I really like that one because they, each session is uh, pretty small, and a lot of times it's really good for discussions. For me, it's pretty good because, after being there a couple of times, I know enough people, so I can always find people to talk to. And it's just big enough that I can, like, sneak away, if need be. But since that one's a day, I'm usually pretty okay with doing everything. Now, I've done some anime conventions, and I need a lot of breaks on there. Even though we're all raging hot- otakus and everything else, it's big. There's... the vendor room is... Big and loud and just so much going on, which is, I love going to because it's fun and it's, everyone kind of gets in together. We're all very inclusive about that. And some of the sessions are usually, depending on how popular they are already in the community, what the discussion is. Some of them are pretty big, some are pretty small. And and especially since a lot of the anime conventions do run young, I do need the space away from people. And sadly, since a lot of these kids don't have much of their own money, they don't really have their own rooms to go sit in, so they all sit in every communal area they possibly can to hang out together. So I would need, looking for me, because I was a nice, I was an actual adult, felt really weird being an adult there. <laughs> um, I didn't feel too weirded out or scared to actually walk out the building. Like, most of these kids were like, Younger college, high school. So, for some of them, the idea of actually walking outside of because we were in downtown Minneapolis too, walking out there was a little hard. And I understand some of them would not want to if they're they're wearing their cosplay outfits. And some of them, people are assholes sometimes, and they will harass them. And I wouldn't want it that easier. You're there to have fun. You don't need to be harassed. So no reason to go out. And that's the one thing you do have to realize if you dress up for some of those things, like Piggy Anticon. some of the things do people wear can just look a little hippie, and that's perfectly fine. I honestly wear, I dress for comfort. I wear workout clothes for the most part. I wear sweatshirts, I wear t-shirts, tank tops, tennis shoes, flats, and especially with certain, if I know where the area is and everything else, I will take off my shoes because I don't like to wear shoes if, if ever possible like for a business conference no I would not do that because I need to wear something nicer luckily with our community it's a little more casual business so I can wear a nice pair of um nice pair of pants they're a little more comfortable but I can still wear flats I can wear a looser just blouse and not have to I don't have to wear a suit. I don't have to wear a skirt if I don't feel like it, which I rarely do. For me, skirts are for walking through a park or lazing around in a picnic kind of thing. Like I'm, My clothes are very segmented in like, what I do with them, minus when I have my lazy days, which I try to be lazy as possible. And that's kind of part of the thing that you have to worry about when you're at conferences is just what is appropriate for clothes. Like you can wear something on top, and of course it kind of sucks when you're like business stuff, and you get a place that's just really cold or really hot. You can only you can only put in so many layers before it starts getting unacceptable. I feel like is the word. Luckily, I have only had to go to one actual conference once that I had to wear a blazer for, and. It was really hot in there, but I couldn't really wear anything else because I wanted it was a borrowed blazer, so I barely fit into it. So I couldn't wear like a long sleeve or anything, so I had to wear a tank top. So sadly, I couldn't take off the blazer because it was considered inappropriate for me to wear a tank top in that place, which is really ridiculous for some of the things. And that's why I don't, I'm not in a business or in anything like that that I need to worry about that because that's just, it's not important to me. And it shouldn't be important to you if it's not what you want. And conferences are there to learn, to connect with people, and hopefully enjoy yourself. Um, I have another charity one conference coming up. It's the, um, well, Symposium in October that I'm volunteering for, which is going to be pretty fun. I'm actually going to enjoy all the different sessions and everything else. But since it's a very laid back group, I'll know I'll have plenty of time to... Get away from things, it won't be very loud. Yeah, there'll be crowds, but everyone's there who loves wolves. And that's gonna be awesome for me. For like Piganicon, it was we have a lot of open sessions and there's a lot of breaks in between. We're each in between each test session for the most part, it's fifteen minutes in between, it's usually an hour, hour and a half for lunch. Like, Saturday and Sunday, I have sessions starting earlier now, which I personally like. Because I don't stay out late talking to people. I don't go drinking with anybody, so I don't get a hangover the next day. So I can get and have these really nice sessions. And you're usually pretty empty because <laughs> a lot of people are out the night before. Or they were drinking, so they, didn't want, they just want to sleep in. Which is the nice thing about some of those. Because there's no... The only pressure you usually put on is yourself that you need to be these places because you pay for them. Because I don't know anyone who's been in a conference that none of them are cheap. They are definitely expensive, which they should be especially if they uh, supply food or even just like the the, the convenience room they have so the snacks and drinks and everything else for people in between for snack for little food, not actual meals. And if they actually have a meal or if they have like a ball or a party at the end of one of the days that's expensive to do so it is very worth it to go for I don't think people really do need to go at least to one conference in their life I personally like going to them because since I work at home it helps for me to get out and it's like I get all of my like networking socializing learning done in like a small batch and then I can just be. I can hold up back at home for another couple weeks before I have to see anybody else again. Which, technically, I do go out. I still have my aerial classes. I still talk to people online. I still do interviews for my podcast, so it's not like I don't talk to people. I still have my dog. I have my husband. Which, some days, we need to... He stays downstairs, I stay upstairs, we don't want to see each other all day. And it works perfectly fine. It's honestly, it's your choice whether or not you do any conferences. I honestly believe you should try at least one just to see how it is, and you could get a lot of stuff out of it. It will be overwhelming. Again, do your two two things pack supplies, research ahead, and you'll just be, you'll do perfectly fine. Don't go, don't be dramatic about it. And just have fun. Thanks for listening. For show notes, links, or to give a donation, head over to courageouscreativity.co backslash blog backslash podcast dash conferences. As always, please leave a review.